hello, Chance Time listeners. You're about to listen to an episode about World of Warcraft. We had an amazing guest, Emma Mason, come tell us about World of Warcraft. But we felt we needed to add a note to this episode. Um, the lawsuit from the state of California against Activision Blizzard um, due to discrimination and harassment of the workplace, especially of women, uh, the news of that lawsuit came out the day after we recorded this. Um, so it was really unfortunate timing. And we just wanted to leave a message before this episode saying, uh, of course, uh, we, we don't want to appear to be endorsing Activision Blizzard or any of their actions. Um, this episode focuses mostly on players and really on kind of just the idea of MMOs in general. So we don't, um, we're not really advertising World of Warcraft specifically here. Uh, there's also a joke we make about some game that was just on sale at the PlayStation Store about something about poker girls. We make a lot of jokes about it. Uh, hopefully, you understand the spirit of that joke is that we thought that that game was in poor taste to objectify women like that, um, which also World of Warcraft and Blizzard apparently have quite the history of doing the same thing. So we're hoping for better video games in the future and that this lawsuit gets resolved and the employees of Activision Blizzard um, have a better workplace going forward. So we just wanted to make that statement before you listen to this episode about World of Warcraft and MMOs. Uh, anything you want to add, Ryan? No, I just want to agree with everything you said. And yeah, it was cool hearing about how cool the players were playing the game, right. but it's a huge bummer to find out that the environment the game was created in was not held with in the same regard. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, like I said, things improve because of this lawsuit for the for the employees especially um and for the players but yeah so we just want to make this statement uh hope you enjoy the episode despite the sad context it is now in all right chance time hello everyone and welcome back to chance time another video game podcast um as always I am Paul Bills, and with me is Ryan Speakman. Hello, it's me, Ryan. And not as always, for the very first time, we have a very special guest with us today, Emma Mason. Welcome to Chance Time. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yes, we've been trying to get Emma on the podcast for a while, and it hasn't worked out because she's so busy and you know popular on all the podcasts. So she's here now with yeah. us. We did it. I've been making the rounds. Yeah. You can hear Emma on every other podcast ever. Just listen to any podcast. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're, we have Emma with us today. Uh, Emma's uh, been a friend of both me and Ryan for a long time now. And Emma has some game experience that we do not have. So we're, we're going to ask her about, specifically later on in the show, gonna ask her about uh mmo specifically world of warcraft a uh, very big 
part of the gaming world that me and Ryan and Curtis don't have much exposure to. So we wanted to explore that uh, with Emma. But like I said, we'll get to that later because first we got to do one thing first. But and that is the first thing. And that's one thing. Before yes, Ryan? we get into that. Oh, before the first thing, there's another first thing. I just want you to say the name of the game we were discussing right before this. No context, just the name of the game. <laughs> I closed the tab. I don't remember. Uh, uh, it was, wait, hold on. Maybe it. Yeah, check that history. Uh, yeah, I got to gotta get back in, in this history. I'm very proud to have this in my history. Uh, where was it? Hold on. We were we were looking at a very important game that I think everyone will be talking about very soon. <laughs> Poker Pretty Girls Battle Fantasy World Edition. Thank you. <laughs> when they say games can't be art, you tell them. <laughs> <laughs> Poker Pretty Girls Battle Fantasy World Edition. And that, that's it. That's all you get. If you want more, good luck Googling that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now let's get into it. To one thing, uh, is anyone dying to go first today? We did not discuss an order before we started recording. Have we ever discussed an order? I I don't know if we have. <laughs> I don't think we have. Is anyone just dying to talk about their one thing first? I'll I'll go ahead and go first. All right, go for it, Ryan. So there's been an unfortunate segue in my gaming life, where. Uh. Before I think a couple, a couple weeks to a month ago, I started talking about getting nostalgic for incremental games. Yeah, and that has unfortunately been a trend that has continued. And I found another yeah. one to pass the time with, and it is probably the most extensive one I could have found. With so much to do in it, and I know that the minute I delete it from my phone, I will regret every moment I have spent <laughs> in it. <laughs> but I have downloaded a game called Realm Grinder. Anyone heard of this one? I have not heard of this one. It is free. Totally new. It is. Oh, uh, free? It is free. <laughs> um, and it basically looks like. Age of Empires, but just like one screen you're kind of looking at. Mm -hmm. And it's exactly how it sounds. You build a bunch of stuff. But the thing that is interesting about this one to me is number one, there's like thousands of trophies you can get. <laughs> oh, is it on Steam? It is on Steam, but it's also, I'm playing it on the phone. Okay. But yes, I did find a way to import my phone save into steam and get all the trophies that i've got so far on the phone like a madman you gotta get I those am. achievements but the trophies are different than the achievements oh of course so the achievements are actually doable the trophies are it's just like build like a jillion farms and the the hook of this game though is you can do some soft resetting and every time you do a reset, you get gems. 
and the gems increase your production value. And there's also factions you can join. So each time you reset, you can join like the fairies or the angels or the goblins or something like that. And as you progress further in the game, you can find artifacts and discover like other civilizations you can join and things like that. And so they've built some pretty extensive lore behind the game and they've got some interesting trophies that you can get that isn't just like press this button a thousand times until you've got this much and you get more and stuff like that i don't know but i've sunk i haven't sunk that much time into it but i find myself intrigued by the game still and i'm kind of embarrassed about that so i thought i would share it with everybody how long has this game been around I think it's been around for a long time. <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, but I actually don't know. So I uh, looked this game up and I just was reading some of the reviews. And this person left a review two years ago. So it's at least two years old. Oh, yeah. I just found it. Initial release date, May 19th, 2015. Whoa. Which is like... So it's got six years. This, yeah, it's still alive and kicking. So yeah, it must have. They do do events and like updates pretty often, from what I've read. And so yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh there, and I've I've been surprised to look up stuff online about it, and like there are like diehard people behind this game. Yeah, that that's what I was about to say. Like it's always so surprising to me. You find out some random niche game and it has like this vibrant active community on on whatever like on reddit or whatever and people are way into it so many games have like hardcore audience it's really impressive yeah and this one is no different but yeah that's pretty much it i also have been playing other games but this is the one that I needed to talk about. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is the one thing game. <laughs> well, great. Realm Grinder. So if, if you too want to want to click some stuff and get some trophies. <laughs> what what I what I will say is what I like about these games is it is kind of just like I have looked through all of my news feeds. I have done like there's really nothing on my mind, but I have like a couple minutes to kill. I can open it up Mm -hmm. and just press some buttons and feel like I'm filling that time with something. Right. So much is happening. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Emma, do you, do you want to jump in? Do you have a one thing or do you want me to go next? Um, sure. I have a one thing. Um, and I was glad that Ryan had you bring up uh, poker, pretty girls, <laughs> uh, Texas Hold'em battle or whatever, to talk about the outfits specifically. Um, <laughs> so my one thing is that I've been playing Dead Cells again, um, oh, which okay. everyone who's friends with me on the Nintendo Switch knows and has texted me about because the game is old and they want me to stop playing it. I, um, didn't they just update it, though? Yeah, they just updated it, and 
I'm not sure in what update it was, but you can now change your outfit in the game. Um, really oh. adds a lot to the gameplay. Wow. Um, just like cool. in, <laughs> just like in our favorite poker game. <laughs> Which we all have memorized the name by now, of course. We, we all know it. It's very important to us. <laughs> it's it's a really good name, and it makes sense. And yeah. Um, uh, how many outfit options does Death Cells give you? And like, what even are they? Like, I, so from what I remember really... Death Cells, you can barely see the guy half the time anyway. Yeah, that's true. And some of the outfits do make him harder to see for the player only. Um, yeah, I wouldn't okay. know how many outfits there are because you have to be good at the game and oh, right. <laughs> be able to unlock the outfits. Um, but I have like six or seven. Um, yeah, but it's been very fun as kind of like I very recently 100%ed Hades. And I was like, I need something else in that same vein. Um, you needed a real challenge. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so what do you like better, Hades or Dead Cells? Oh, Hades, always. I don't I don't know if anybody will make a game I like better than Hades. Oh, wow. But, but I can also beat Hades. And not to out myself so early in the podcast, but I can't beat Dead Cells. So not yet. We'll see. Well, how many hours do you have in Dead Cells versus Hades? So... I probably have over 200 hours in Hades okay. and I've done 50 hours of dead cells. Okay. So you got time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 That's the whole thing. It's a fun game. Awesome. If anybody wants to play an old game, that's very great. Old as in like three years. <laughs> that's true. It's not that old. <laughs> Uh, didn't hasn't Curtis talked about playing Dead Cells? He has. Yeah, it didn't seem like he liked it. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to ask him next time. Also, for those wondering, Curtis is not here with us today. <laughs> Usually is, but not this week. <laughs> I figured we might as well mention that. <laughs> We're not just not letting him talk. We're not just him on mute. He's in a probation period where he's just been listening this whole time. I teach him a proper way. Yeah. Podcast. He's been in. comments in the chat and we're trying to decide whether or not they're good enough to let him talk. Yeah. <laughs> so far, no. Yeah. So far, no. <laughs> That's why Emma's here, because she's been on every podcast. That she yeah. can help him learn how to podcast. <laughs> so sorry, Curtis. But maybe someday you can talk again. <laughs> uh, I guess it's my turn. Um, so I was going to talk about something else, but Ryan's one thing reminded me of a one thing that I that I was going to talk about um, a while ago, but but did, but did not. Uh, I found this really random game <laughs> that is kind of an idle game, okay, uh, as well. But this one is is free and has no monetization whatsoever, which was very surprising to me. But I'm gonna say right it, now, Realm Grinder does have monetization. Okay. 
But I don't know to. I've never once been even tempted to use it. I don't think you really. Oh, interesting. Like it's kind of tucked away and it's there if you right really want to use it. But I don't think it's more you need it at all. Right. So it's more of a like a you want to support the devs kind of monetization. Yeah, something like that. Uh, this one I found is sponsored by by some kind of charity. So. And it has a very surprising name that that Emma knows, but Ryan doesn't. So I want Ryan's reaction to this. I'm ready. Uh, this game is called Cheeky Chooks. <laughs> <laughs> is that a word? Is chooks a word you've heard before, Ryan? It is not. And I definitely don't want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when I first told Emma the title of this game, she was like, are you sure that word is OK to say? <laughs> <laughs> we looked it up it, it's fine it's an australian like slang for for chickens so this is a game about chicken farming okay uh cheeky chooks uh you start with i don't think you start with anything you start with some money and you build a chicken coop and you have to build like a feeder and and they call it a drinker like a water tank basically are they called? I don't know if they're called drinkers outside of this game, but it it you know feeder drinker it makes sense. Got it. Uh, but yeah, you start with just the chicken, and then you uh, the chickens lay eggs over time, and then you can sell the eggs, and then you can buy more chickens and more coops and more feeders and drinkers, and and it escalates pretty quickly because there's no monetization because it's sponsored by like some charity. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like RSCP or something. And it says like for all creatures, great and small. And I, so I don't know the whole history there, but it seems like it's some like animal charity in Australia. And they sponsored this game as a way to like promote empathy for animals, I think is like my guess. So yeah, you, even if you wanted to spend money on this game, you can't, it is totally free. And because of that, like the timers are really relatively short. Like you can blaze through this thing. You can max out your farm pretty fast. So I played it like over a weekend. It's on Steam. I started on Steam, but then found it on my phone. And that was easier to to um, expand the farm quickly in little sessions. Just like you were mentioning, Ryan. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> I was like maxed out like uh, the top level is like a level four farm and every time you level up your farm you get more land and then you can buy more stuff uh eventually you can buy drones that refill your feeders and drinkers for you so you don't have to do it like mm -hmm. you before that you have to actually tap and refill every so often so i had it like really going on i had like a arcade for my chickens i had a drone army i had like nine drones i had uh I had like uh, two of the largest coops and like three medium coops and three small coops. I had over a hundred chickens and oh, there's different rarities of chickens. There's this normal is over one weekend. Yeah, I was really wow. into this. Yeah, and like I said, and the timers are pretty short, so you can just like go for it. And then it uh, just stopped loading. Like I tried to open it, and the loading screen just never went away. Huh. So I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end of the game, Paul. 
Yeah, I, I, I beat it. I won Cheeky Chooks. And the main thing I learned from Cheeky Chooks is that Chooks is a word. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it reminds me of the, do you remember the Dumb Ways to Die ad campaign? Uh, anyone? I don't, I don't know if I know the specific one you're talking about. Okay. It was like for, it was something, I think it was like some sort of public transportation, like a subway system or something like that. But they made a little like animated video into song. And the song was like, dumb ways to die. So many dumb ways to die. And they were like trying to promote safety on the, on something on or the other. transit <laughs> yeah but it it kind of went viral and they eventually made a game like a mobile app based on the yeah. ad campaign so yeah i've heard of the game i did not know this whole story behind it. oh really <laughs> yeah yeah because i remember the video and then thinking it was funny that they made the game based off of that <laughs> because you have i think what was kind of made it go viral is you had no idea what it was for when you were watching oh, the video okay. until the very end. But yeah. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, so there you go. I guess we're really into idle games. This is an idle game podcast now. So welcome, everybody. <laughs> the thing I also want to say real quick is I'll never forget having The Simpsons tapped out on my phone for like three years. And then the relief I felt when I deleted it off my phone. Just, you were free. Yeah, it, like I spent <laughs> so many waste, like waste, so much wasted time just kind of like clicking stuff and opening it up, even though it was only like a minute at a time. Just not ever having to worry about it again was probably <laughs> the best part of that game. Yeah, so we really recommend idle games because it's really <laughs> great to delete them. But only after putting in your life into it. Right. Only yeah, only after you really get into it. You gotta earn that delete, that uninstall. <laughs> well, great. Do you ever wonder? I do. Ryan, wonder. do you ever wonder about if um <laughs> If you re-downloaded the game, if you'd have to start over, or if your progress would be saved. I know it's still there. Okay. It's tied to my EA account, which I know still exists. Okay. It haunts him in his sleep. <laughs> he knows it's there. I was only reminded of that just now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's better. Well, I don't mean to be an enabler. But... <laughs> I mean, Can't I wait for. I'm gonna run out of space with <laughs> idle games on my phone now. Go into Ryan's room. He's got three screens open, all different idle games, <laughs> jumping back and forth. I bought the Farmville arcade cabinet for my room. <laughs> well, great. It was great knowing you, Ryan. Thank you. We're gonna lose you too. <laughs> <laughs> your addiction so sorry <laughs> okay well that concludes <laughs> our one thing thanks everybody uh so now we'll move on to our topic of the show uh which is why emma's here today 
so and for no Emma, other reason. <laughs> and she'll never be invited back. <laughs> uh, so Emma has Emma plays World of Warcraft, which I'm sure everyone listening to this knows about World of Warcraft. Um, but it's a game that, uh, like I said, Ryan and Curtis and I don't play. Um, so we wanted to get more of Emma's perspective on specifically this game, but kind of the whole genre of MMOs as well. Um, and this window into the world of video games that that we can't expose people to. Uh, so we're just going to kind of ask Emma some questions and get her thoughts. Um, and Ryan and I will probably jump in and find things to say along the way. Uh, <laughs> Is this a podcast? <laughs> it's Something like that. I don't really know what a podcast is or how to do it. Uh, Emma's teaching us. You guys are doing uh, great so far. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks so much. Uh, so I guess Emma, let's let's start at the beginning. Uh, when and and why did you first play World of Warcraft? I guess what led you to being like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to download and play World of Warcraft. Yeah. So. Um... You might have heard of the video game website Polygon. Um, Yes. There was a contributor. um, His name is Griffin McElroy. He's since left the zine. Um, But he made a series called uh, World of Peacecraft. Um, And essentially it was like a a no-violence run through World of Warcraft. Like how far could he get without committing any Warcraft? Um, And... I probably watched it three or four times just because it was funny and just started to kind of get interested. Like I'd never, like never played an MMO. In fact, growing up, if my parents had like gotten a hint that I wanted to play something called Warcraft, they would have been like, no bad. <laughs> um, um, and I mentioned it to one of my friends that I, like played League of Legends with pretty regularly. And she was like, oh, my brother plays. We should just download it. Like you can play for, I think, up to 20, like level 20 now um, for free. And we should just try. Um, and I was like, oh, easy. Yeah, let's totally do that. So. And and it, thus it began. Yes, and thus it began. Did it ever uh, seem daunting? to get into this world because i yes i'm kind of afraid to join into <laughs> an mmo in general i think yes um my perception 100 percent was i have no idea like what i'm doing or what to do or how to find out what to do um one of the great things i think about world of warcraft and i can't speak to other mmos um but it seems like Blizzard has spent a lot of time thinking about how do we like induct new players into the game um, and how do we get them to understand like what to do and what even the possibilities are. Um, but how do we also like at the beginning, give them a very bite-sized piece of the game that feels like, Oh, okay, I can do this. And it's not like, I don't know all of these different branching options immediately presented to you. It's like, this is your first character. The first time you logged into the game, 
you're going to do one thing until you're level 20, and then we'll talk about maybe letting you do some other stuff. Uh, does that mean you're kind of limited in like what you can do in the free trial, or is it just that's what they teach you to do? Um, you're kind of limited what you can do in the free trial, and you're like level gated from a lot of activities. Um, and even just like you're not going to have good enough gear or be just at a base level powerful enough to do a lot of stuff. So you could like go and try to do an activity like join a raid or run a dungeon, um, but you'll just immediately die. And it'll be a pretty good way for you to know like, oh, that's I, I'm not ready for that. Wasn't Thanks, game. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't supposed to do this. Thank you. I understand now. Uh, yeah. So how did you, like, what happened when you hit level 20? How did you um, decide, so, I'm going to keep going? Yeah. So you guys might have heard about uh, the pandemic that happened and is continuing to happen. Um, <laughs> where Normal pandemic or pandemic legacy? Oh, I think we're at Pandemic Legacy now. Yeah, we've escalated. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Um, so just kind of like being cut off from like my normal work social interactions and my non-work social interactions um, and trying to find a way like with my IRL friends and my online friends to find some sort of structured activity to do together. Um, the Like me and my one of my best friends who were playing pretty regularly were like, well, this is a really nice way for us to have a structured activity to do together. Um, can't really go outside or go to work or <laughs> leave our house. <laughs> so maybe, maybe we should just uh, put some money into this game. Um, yeah. So it was just kind of that decision of it's pretty boring. This is, hasn't been boring yet. Let's do it. And so we talked about it being intimidating. Was it even more intimidating after you kind of dove in and became a paying player and went past that level 20 gate? Oh, yeah. Um, once the world kind of opens up, it's it can be very confusing. Like I'm the first person to admit that it's not like my number one favorite game. It's not the most engaging game. Um, and at a point it does kind of like push you out of the nest and say, all right, I taught you how to use your abilities. Now go and figure out the game. Um, but there are also ways where like, if you just stick to a quest line, like if you just keep following what the NPCs tell you to do, you could play for 250 hours and not run out of things to do. You'd probably get very extremely bored. Um, but there's like, still something new. Yeah, there's still something new and there's still lots to do. And it's very easy to find, like if all you're interested in is questing, it's very easy to figure out like, okay, what's the next quest that I'm going to do? Um, where do I find the next quest line to follow? So 
there are ways for you like to keep the world small for yourself that that's mainly what has like kept me interested because I still at this point there's tons about the game that I don't know um and that our group like doesn't really get involved with because none of us have like any experience with it and also like we're not gonna at the beginning of our gaming session like go online and do three hours of research about how to like do something and then log into the game to do it that's not it's not very fun it's kind of fun but it's not you know the most fun right so and oh go for it right i'm just curious what are you guys doing then <laughs> when we're not doing research you mean no. Um, <laughs> when you're not researching what outfits your characters can have um we're uh, following quest lines or doing dungeons to get the outfits for our characters to wear <laughs> <laughs> um but i isn't that what you just said that you so you are just doing the the quest lines right now well right now we are because they're a new expansion pack has dropped mm. um and so we're playing through all of the new content, which is mostly quests. Um, and then there are like interspersed these events that are called like dungeons or raids, but they're like a more contained activity um, for your group to do outside of just running around and an NPC pointing over at some wolves and saying, go kill 10 of those wolves and then come back and tell me about it. Mm, yeah. Um, which is the majority of the game like so sounds great <laughs> like listening to you guys talk about idle games like i'm would never judge because i think world of warcraft is like a gigantic idle game <laughs> <laughs> and they've just tricked everybody into calling it an mmo so when people are done with all the quests then what do they do what are who are the people still playing like, is oh, there just man. never ending stuff to do or are people just kind of goofing around in there? I mean, I guess when you finish all the quests from the entire game. Um, is that even possible? Like, um, <laughs> I mean, it's been around since like, what, 2010 or something like that. I'm yeah, sure there's someone the who's up to date who still plays. Yeah, you're probably right. Someone who's... Yeah. 2004. Oh, yeah. So way Oof. earlier. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I would imagine that that person um, would maybe do some introspection and realize <laughs> that they <laughs> Um No, but there is like um, just standalone like activities for you to do. Like raids are pretty standalone. They don't have to be necessarily part of your like questing activities. Um, there's like some level of crafting. That's something that I have not really gotten into, um, that you can do. There's, I don't really know what those people would be doing. There's a lot of PVP content that we haven't touched at all. Um, where you could just run around and kill other players. Um, Classic. and there is. There's dedicated role play servers, right? Where you're yeah. just like it, the point is the role playing more than the the questing or the raiding or anything, right? So I imagine that for people in those servers, there's a whole other social component 
um, that would keep you logging in even if you finished like literally everything the game was to offer. Should be really something. Uh, and I guess I do want to talk a little bit more about the the social aspect. So it sounds like you knew. Did you know everyone that you play with now before World of Warcraft, or have you met anybody because of World of Warcraft? Yeah, we've met a couple of people. Um, we've probably doubled our group size from people that we've met in World of Warcraft. Um, plus, we have like a couple of people that are kind of stragglers that like they'll play with us if they happen to be online, but they're not like going to show up to scheduled activities. Oh, wow. So um, you're at 200 people right now? Yeah, like six or 700 people. Oh, wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> from the initial 300. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how do you how did you meet the people that you have met like did that start totally in game like there was someone walking around and like there was proximity chat or something like how did that work yeah so um most of the time it is that like somebody's just around and either we need their help or they need our help with something um one of the things that i have especially liked about World of, World of Warcraft and has kept me playing like in a way that other online games have been kind of alienating is that everyone has been nice to me like in all of my interactions. Wow. Um, people have just like stopped to talk and like you can just like direct message other players or you can just say something out loud and everybody kind of in the vicinity will be able to hear it. Um, okay. So people will just, if they see you around and especially if you're doing the same quest line, you'll be doing the same activities at the same time as somebody. And so you'll see them for hours on end. Um, they'll just chat and say, Hey, what's up? Do you want to group up with us? Can I group up with you guys? Um, so all the people that we've met that are now part of our core group are because we were just out mostly goofing off. Like it's very brainless for us to just like jump into a quest line and just start doing the quests and do whatever. And we'll just be having extracurricular chat over the top of it. Um, and someone will just be there being like, hi, I'm a level eight. I need to do this dungeon. Can you help me, please? Um, and so we'll add them to our group. And we're like, oh, yeah, we'll do this dungeon with you. And sometimes they'll just stay and hang out with us. And occasionally, like, if they seem cool, we'll add them to our voice channel. And so a couple of the people that we, like, play with now are from that process of just we saw them around, add them to our group. They were cool. And so they started to show up for stuff and we became friends. Uh, so are you friends like outside the game? I don't know what that would even really mean, but like, do you, I guess, chat or even have you met with any of these people in real life outside of World of Warcraft? Yeah, define friendship for us. Help me define friendship? Yeah. What is this oh. concept? Oh, interesting. Um, so. A friend is like at the lunch table, someone that you sit with and you like trade lunch items with. Um, or 
they like play World of Warcraft with you. <laughs> and <laughs> I've never had a friend. Oh, Ryan. Oh, no. <laughs> this became a different kind of podcast. <laughs> I think earlier Paul said that we were all friends. Yeah, but we've um, never traded lunches. Or played never, World of never once. <laughs> We traded <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't want to tell you guys like this, but I we're not actually friends. Um, yeah. Wait, Emma gave I, me part of her lunch the other day, actually. So Emma and I are friends, but Ryan, well, you are you are a stranger to me. <laughs> Paul, we did not trade lunches. We didn't trade. That's true. You just gave. So there was no reciprocity there, which is yeah. essential for friendship. You're right. Oh, my gosh. This got too real. Oh, no. <laughs> to divert quickly. Um... Curtis, if you're listening, tomorrow I will trade my Oreos <laughs> for your chips. Uh, Curtis just typed in the chat that he doesn't want to do that. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. <laughs> Ryan, I'm so sorry. Um, anyway. That's okay. Do we even remember the original question at this point? <laughs> um, hmm. Do you hang friends out with these people? The game. Yeah, friends. Oh, do I hang out with these people? <laughs> yeah, so uh, we do chat outside of the game. Like, we have a Discord server and, like, we'll you know, message each other. Um, but, like, I would never meet an internet stranger. You know, I grew up in the 90s. I know the dangers of that. Just a thing, not a thing you do. Yeah, never meet someone that you met online. In a in an online chat room. <laughs> oh no, I've met oh, so no. many people in online chat rooms. Online chat room. That I'm was like, like the host... biggest. Go ahead. I was going to say that was the biggest danger of the internet was all the chat rooms. I just remember that being talked about a lot when I was a kid. That's you might funny. need someone in a chat room. I don't think everyone ever talked to me about that. Oh, well, no one, no one loved you. you. about <laughs> chat rooms? <laughs> no. Uh... That was like um but what was the like people warned you about dangers of the internet though right like what term did they use oh me yeah yeah like, i mean they warned us about stuff but i don't know i communicated with my friends often on aol instant messenger and so i think oh AOL. well i don't think anyone really told me like i shouldn't use it or something like that Oh yeah, well I guess I, it wasn't like it wasn't like my parents. It was just like oh, just in general. Prepared. It was like the prepared materials. That, I don't know the the internet safety materials often talked about chat rooms and like news stories. I don't know. I remember lots of emphasis on, on chat rooms specifically. Yeah, I guess that show to catch a predator was based off of those chat rooms they were probably talking about. <laughs> Uh, great. <laughs> Predators. 
Uh, I'm going to go to the next question. <laughs> uh, but our, our chat room's fine now. I, Asking I for a friend. That's a good question. <laughs> I think if you, it's the same thing as Reddit. So if you think oh, Reddit no. is okay, which I famously <laughs> do not, <laughs> then I think okay. you can equate that to a chat room. Quick, quick but relevant diversion here. So uh, I heard, I happened to overhear this conversation uh, yesterday where this girl, this teenage girl, um, like stopped this teenage guy and she was like, hey, I have a question for you. Is your name Tyler? I think that was the name. I don't know. It's not relevant. And he was like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I think I met you on Snapchat. What? And I honestly, I have no, like, how do you do that? How do you meet a stranger on Snapchat? I honestly don't know how that works. But he was yeah. like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, I totally, you did. And she's like, well, it's good to meet you in person. And this was like a normal thing to them. And I was like, I don't, I honestly don't know how you meet a stranger on Snapchat. But they did it. And then they met in person. And I like, not on purpose, like by chance. That's crazy. I think it might have something to do with like back in the olden days when someone would be like, Hey, I know someone you might want to go out with. Do you want their number? And they would just pass the number and then they'd call that person would call them and ask him on a date without like kind of knowing them. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a similar thing where people are just passing just like Snapchat contacts or. Yeah. It's just like, going Hey, to add my friends forums and being like anyone add me on snapchat <laughs> no teens love the city forum so that's probably it <laughs> that's what all the teenagers do that's where i'm at Put me up on city for city forums those are safe chat rooms <laughs> those are bad well it's not a chat room it's nobody said room. anything about forums <laughs> I was Only never worried about Poros. <laughs> A-OK -okay for teens. City forums. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, we resolved it. Wow. Um, I'm learning a lot of terrible things about myself <laughs> in this episode. And the internet in general. <laughs> That's true. Uh, okay, so now are we ready for, for the next question? <laughs> are we good to move on? uh so i guess i guess brian kind of already asked this but when when you guys get on or i guess when you guys are scheduling how do you decide what you're gonna do like how do you decide we're gonna all get on at this time and we're gonna do this thing or is it just like everybody get on and we'll figure it out usually it's we'll just pick up where we left off like for our group, everybody just has a character that, like, that's the character that we play um, for this group time. Um, oh, and then yeah. if people want to do stuff outside of, like, what we're doing as a group, then they'll have, like, alts to do that on. Um, but, yeah, so, like, right now, we're playing through Shadowlands. And so we'll just be like, okay, hey, everybody, we're going to log in at 7 p.m. on Tuesday. Um, if you're not there, we'll let you know where we end off and you can catch up if you want or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, and so we'll just 
like do whatever quest that the game asks us to do and watch whatever cinematics it wants us to watch about Sylvanas being a bad person and people who play World of Warcraft will understand that and will think it's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's more of like, we don't do a lot of deciding right now. Um, but while we were waiting for the Shadowlands expansion to come out, we were very cool. Um, we made a spreadsheet of different cool. like achievements that we wanted to get. And then I did some research into how to get those achievements. And we were just like basically doing whatever activities we needed to do to get different outfits and little animals that could hang out with us and out, you know, just little uh, extra monikers that can go next to your name. So you, everybody knows that you're really cool. Um, they gotta know. Yeah. They, they have to know that you're cool and they won't know that you're cool unless it says like your name, the Kingslayer. So mm. that makes sense. It honestly sounds like you've found a utopia. <laughs> like everybody's like, nice and polite and like everybody just has these like common goals and like you just come out and hang out with your friends and you're like, I would like an animal buddy today. So you do what you need and then you have an animal buddy and I don't know. It just sounds great. Out of the world. World should be more like this. Yeah. Yeah. Just everybody stop going outside and get into World of Warcraft. Why can't we base was... our whole society on Warcraft? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of ironic that the Utopia is inside the Warcraft. Well, hey, some may say that our society is based on Warcraft. That's true. Oh, there we go. That's what, that's, I, that's what I came on this podcast to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm done now. <laughs> See, that's Emma's podcast experience showing. She she just made it. She just took it way beyond the scope of, of Little Chance Time <laughs> podcast. I, I want to so know go. more about your your character that you play. What's the oh, class and character? name? And I want to know. Sure. Um, I play a hunter. Um, and right now we're all night elves. Um, we all created new characters for Shadowlands and we all wanted to be the same race. Um, so we could start in the same area at the same time and play, like literally play through the entire game together. Oh, cool. Um, so yeah. Um, did I say everything? Ollie, that's this character's name. She's a night elf, a hunter. And who's yeah. your animal buddy? My animal buddy right now is a fox, um, but that's only because we haven't gotten anywhere where there are hyenas. Mm. So, you know, you have to have a hyena. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> really high it's tier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and before this, did you have a different character? Um, do I want to out myself on the podcast? of how many characters I have created in the World of Warcraft game. Whether uh, you sure. do or not, I'm interested. Um, yeah, I 
probably have like 15 other characters because there are so many different races and classes um that like i wanted to try out different starting areas and like all of the different classes and so there's a lot of characters that like i played up to like level 15 or something and then never went back to them um but there are i think i have um maybe four like level 70 characters um wow currently so how many it's... is there a limit to how many characters you can have in world of warcraft or are they just said make as many as you want they will let you make as many as you want and your only limitation is your ability to organize your character list um yeah Wow, that's so different. I mean, the only... Would you consider Destiny an MMO? Do people consider it an MMO? I wouldn't. I I think that's a new thing. Like <clears throat> yeah, anyway. And stuff like that, I think yeah. that's its own category. That That's the closest thing to an MMO I have an experience with, and Destiny is very clear that you only get three characters. You get one of each class, and and that is it. Oh. So it's kind of surprising to me. I mean, I guess World of Warcraft is a whole different beast, of course, but it would be great to have that freedom in other games. Like, having said that, if there is a character cap, and there's, I just haven't <laughs> found it yet. Well, yeah, <laughs> certainly more than three. So Certainly more than three. Yeah. Uh, do you, I guess, do you role play at all? Like, do you, like, do you really care about all these details of your character? Or is it just, like, kind of fun and, and you're you and the character is the character? Yeah, there's only ever facetious role playing. Um, there's only ever like intentional mocking of NPCs in character. Um, There's never like, yeah, I don't. And nobody that no one has revealed themselves as like role-playing yet in like our game time. Um, But I haven't like dabbled in that at all. It's pretty advanced. That's for people who've finished all the quests. Yeah. People who finished all the quests, people who read the content of the quest instructions. <laughs> <laughs> um, people who know the names of the NPCs. Things like that. Thing, yeah. Just details. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever try another MMO? I mean... So, I don't know, Paul, have you talked about Palia or Palia? Uh, yeah, not on the podcast, um, I don't think. Okay. Yeah, so, Paul will be better at describing its concept, but that is another MMO um, that looks very interesting, but it, it hasn't come out yet. Yeah, it's basically like, I mean, the way it was pitched in the article I read about it was it's like, 
an Animal Crossing meets fantasy, like more kind of more of a World of Warcraft type world, but it it's an MMO that has more of a focus on building and crafting and story. I think there is combat, but it's like way less emphasized than other MMOs. So it, it's more of like trying to be a chill MMO is very much the vibe they're trying to give off. So yeah, I think um, it was announced just like last month or something. And I think there's a pre-alpha going on now if you got invited to it, um, but it was only invite only. Um, yeah, so that's actually one like I signed up to try the alpha and stuff because yeah, I, the more, yeah, the emphasis on just come live in this world, but it's an interesting world. Um, and there's just going to be a bunch of stuff for you to do and like a whole house for you to build and, and fill with stuff that you've earned, uh, you know, like Animal Crossing, but in an MMO setting is intriguing to me. I, like I said, I haven't really played any of those, but it sounds fun to hang out with friends and kind of go do stuff and, and build your house and have less emphasis on on the fighting and the um, kind of more technical um, challenging aspects, I guess. I don't really know how it'll play out, but yeah, that's that's the idea for Palia. It, it's, or I think that's how you say it, Palia? Palia? I don't know. But yeah, that is intriguing to me for sure. Hmm. Yeah, it seems like that does that is the draw for a lot of people is they just want a space to hang out in. Yeah. And I think Animal Crossing fills that void in a way, but not really cuz you can only have certain a number of people and it's yeah. not free. Well, and Nintendo's going to be Nintendo about their online and make it really cumbersome. Whereas, yeah. yeah, if it's if it if it just owned the fact that it's an MMO and you can just jump on in, you know, it's probably going to be a lot easier. Yeah. But yeah, I do feel like a lot of people who are into like World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy 14 and stuff. They're just kind of looking for that's at least the vibe I get. I know they're doing other stuff, but like the people who I know who are like into into those games they're just mostly like having a goofing off and having a fun time. Yeah, I think for us, that's the reason why I'm still playing um, is because it's just structured time to hang out with my friends. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, there's a little bit of a like dopamine hit of the small rewards you get in game. Um, but like, otherwise there'd be people that I wouldn't get to talk to like voice ever because um, we're just too busy and this is like a super good excuse to just come on and hop in for an hour and let's hear about how your week's been um, while we goof off and not really play the game. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, it's kind of funny, like, you guys could just call each other, I guess, but that feels very weird. Like, I don't think that would be nearly as successful as like, uh, we're, we're getting together to do a thing. 
Yeah, like even if the activity is kind of mundane, to have some kind of activity there feels different than just everybody jump in my voice channel and we'll talk. Um, it's like bridge for the 21st century. Paul, what a good comparison. Oh my gosh. Where, you know, there's a bunch of rules that no one really knows. <laughs> But you get together and you play anyway. Exactly. I'm honestly not as interested in the bridge players, though, as much as I am in the outfits. <laughs> well, I, I would imagine, you know, the bridge gathering, the outfits really matter, you know, just yeah. like World of Warcraft <laughs> and the poker girl battle or whatever it was. I like how that's a joke we keep referencing, but we've never actually explained <laughs> <laughs> in the actual episode. We explained enough. Yeah, people I think people maybe, maybe got some context. <laughs> I mean, I thought, I did think this episode was just viral marketing for uh, the name of the game that I know. Yeah. But I won't say now. I, people know it. We all know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> Everyone knows. Yeah. Actually, this, this episode is sponsored. We should reveal that for FTC reasons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this episode is not sponsored for any uh, lawyers listening. <laughs> you know, all the lawyers who listen to all the podcasts. I was going to say, you guys got lawyers listening to this podcast? <laughs> Whoa. We're trying. You know, yeah. <laughs> they just go through all the podcasts they're like is there a lawsuit i could bring up i need i need a job <laughs> what i need as a lawyer is more work <laughs> i could make a, a quick buck by by burning this podcast to the ground with my lawsuits <laughs> uh so i think we're getting close to the end here i get the last question i want to ask emma is how how long do you see this going going on? Like, how long do you think you'll play World of Warcraft? Or do you think, do you see an end in sight? Or are you just going to keep going until some undefined endpoint in the future? Um, I think, at the very least, our goal is to play through all of the Shadowlands content. <clears throat> um, our only real chatter about playing something else instead um has been like we talked about palia and then riot is making an mmo um so it's really just in the realm of like we'll maybe migrate to something else right. um i have kind of fallen off playing by myself um and i'm, I'm only playing like when my friends are online just because it's right. more about the social aspect for me now um, but as long as like my friends are still into it, then I'll probably keep playing until we find something we can all jump to together. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm pretty similar. I actually, any multiplayer game, I have a hard time playing by myself. Even things like Rocket League. Like, I can never just play that by myself. I have to do it with my friends. And that is a huge draw for me. 
something I can do. Even if it's a game I don't really connect with, if I'm playing with my friends, it does make it that much more fun. Yeah, I I think I'm. It's kind of interesting because I'm comparing uh, what you just said, Emma, to my experience with Overwatch, where Overwatch first came out and I was way into it all by myself. I would play it all the time, solo queue. Uh, and then over time, got a group together. And then we played every week and I was still playing by myself. And then, yeah, I, I dropped off playing by myself but i still really enjoyed playing with the group and then the group kind of dropped off and we didn't really find we still haven't really found another place to land as a group so we still have our discord we still talk all the time but we haven't really picked something else to land on but everyone is dissatisfied enough with overwatch that we don't play Overwatch either. So we kind of try a bunch of different stuff. Um, but we haven't really landed somewhere else. And I guess that's one big difference between Overwatch and World of Warcraft. Where I think World of Warcraft is just so huge that it takes so much longer to get stale like Overwatch has for us. But like that was the theory. I think we all want to find something else, but we can't. Our particular group just can't find another place to land. But I think if we were more of like an MMO group, I think it's easier to take groups from MMO to MMO because that's kind of what they're built for. Right. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Maybe we follow up sometime a long time from now. See where, if you guys moved, where you landed, and, and how that transition went. You know, like if do some people not like the new game as much? Do some people want to go back to the other one? Or is everyone just, you know, jumping right in? It worked great. I'd be very curious, you know, because my experience with um, people who play MMOs, like from the outside, they all look very similar, but there's a lot of the little details that could make a huge difference to your experience because you're putting so much time into it. So I, it'd be interesting to see how that transition goes, if it happens, if you guys just, you know, if maybe by the time you finish Shadowlands, World of Warcraft announces the next expansion, and it's exciting enough that you're just waiting for that and getting more pets and titles until that one comes out. Yeah, we'll definitely have to see. I think um, for us, it seems like the group is much more interested in, like, less interested in the game in general. Mm -hmm. So as long as the game isn't frustrating, um, which is uh, why, yeah. like, me and my friend left League of Legends, is that it's, it's a frustrating game. Um, <laughs> you hear that, you Curtis? Made, yeah, you made the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> is Curtis pro League of Legends or anti League of Legends? Uh, he he likes it. Okay. He's the, uh, the other one here who plays it regularly. I think he plays it a good amount, and he has, like, a group and stuff. And but I mean, he, I... Paul has played it and it seems like he's generally like okay with it and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and have <laughs> never never okay. played one minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cause I was gonna say, like, I know that Paul has played some. Um, we've played some together. 
But I was going to ask you, Ryan, if you had played any, but I never doesn't seem like it's your game. It is not. uh, If I lose whatever bet we have going on about E3 predictions that we still haven't discussed, I might be forced (laughs) to play it. Oh, no. I mean, that seems kind of like the worst way to get introduced to it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So like World of Warcraft, it's it's a big, confusing game that seems like it would be very daunting. I did play Heroes of the Storm before. Oh, okay. And so you'll actually be fine. Did not like that either. Oh, okay. (laughs) So we're off to a great start. And that actually reminds me that so we were holding off on our EA, our E3 predictions because of EA's event. That's supposed to be soon, right? Yeah. That's not like this week? I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm Googling it right now. It is, in fact, tomorrow. <laughs> oh, wow. <There> <laughs> So there we go. Yeah, we'll have our E3 results soon. I'll be waiting for them to call me out and tell me to get back on Simpsons Tapped Out. (laughs) We have one more thing before we go, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Name drop Ryan specifically. Somehow they'll have a camera hovering above me showing my (laughs) live reaction. (laughs) We need you back, Ryan. (laughs) Tell us what it'll take. (laughs) I can't wait. That's going to be a great show. Yeah. I'll tune in. Ryan's going to win a million dollars. So just to play (laughs) Simpson Stabbed Out again. I have a feeling it'll be a punishment instead if I don't play. If you don't play Simpsons Tapped Out every day, we're going to take your million dollars away. (laughs) That's actually not that bad. (laughs) People know, Ryan, how much time you put into Simpsons if you don't just come (laughs) back and play. I really hope it wasn't that much time. It was just having it on my phone and feeling obligated to open it every day. One way or another, they'll get you. Right. They're coming for you. I'm sure they <laughs> Tomorrow, will. at some time. I, I can't, I don't immediately see a time, but that'll be exciting. So probably next week sometime or, you know, sometime soon, we'll have official E3 results. Wait, is it tomorrow is in looking as, because it's on Thursday, the day that yeah, this comes out? Yeah. So actually, yeah, it is today, if you're listening to this podcast, July 22nd. It was actually 400 years ago (laughs) for the one person listening 400 years in the future. (laughs) Also, hello, the future. (laughs) Thanks for listening to us. I'm sorry that you've based your entire society on this episode of this podcast. We do have the right keyword. We have utopia. So if they're searching, we're trying to figure out how to build society. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say maybe they'll shoot this podcast into space Mm. and it'll be for the aliens to learn human Uh, society. Yeah. 
Um, so if that's the case, like, I don't know how to center the EA event um, <laughs> temporarily for you <laughs> aliens, but. Yeah, we don't have time to explain like our whole solar system and how long we go around the sun. And, I mean, sorry, aliens. You picked the wrong podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm unfortunately the aliens will now become poker battler <laughs> party girls <laughs> obsessed with their outfits. I've got party got thrown in there. Is that not part of the title? I know the I title. I'm I, just saying the wrong one on purpose. Right. See, Paul think... knew what the title was. Yeah, it's a good addition. Party. It's good. Good suggestion to take back to our sponsor. Yeah. That we, that we definitely have. Uh... All right. Uh, any final words you want to say, Emma, about World of Warcraft or MMOs or, or really anything? Oh, anything? Anything. Um... <laughs> As you can see, this podcast is it's not limited in scope to its stated subject. Um, ooh, I think for the purposes of time, um, I'll probably just stick to World of Warcraft. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's a good game. Um, some people think it's a bad game. If you look at the Reddit, for example. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming, Emma. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, hopefully, uh, we can have Emma back again sometime. And we uh, are also looking to have other guests come to the Chance Time podcast in the future. Uh, this has been very fun. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. I think that's it. Um, Ryan, there's something you usually say at the end of episodes. I forget it. That's okay. Thanks for coming to see James. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody.